Hey, thank you for listening to Yes Another Podcast on the Real Fun DC app. And as always, you can email us at yesanotherpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media on Twitter at Yes Another Pod and on IG, Yes Another Podcast. So it's me and Darius tonight. Breaker can't be with us tonight. Uh, he'll be back soon. What's going on, Darius? I almost called you Breaker. You're just used to introducing Breaker first, which is which is all good. Um, oh, no, I, I, I introduce you normally. It's about half and a half. Yeah, you know, equal, equal, equal opportunists here. I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, can't complain. Life is good right now. Things are moving. Work is moving. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm just I'm kind of flustered right now because I almost I just told you right before we started recording. I almost read a spoiler for uh, a show that I watch. Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> Twitter's a Twitter's a dangerous place. You gotta be careful, man. Yeah, well, yes, because I, t- I can't tell you how many times I've been on Twitter. Um, and you can follow me at that brother Los. You can follow me at the underscore game eight three six on Twitter and IG for both of us. So I can't tell you how many times I stumbled across spoilers for um, the show Power. Oh man, yeah, and, and, I, I, and like I didn't, I never had stars, right? And so uh, the <laughs> the way I would watch Power, the girl I was dating some some years back, you know, she had the fire stick, and she know she knew how to like you know navigate and you know get you know get unlock stuff. All right, you know hashtag jailbreak. And so I was watching Power, and to be honest, I was also watching Insecure in the same fashion. But I was so far, but like I think there was one of the like once we like broke up or whatever, I was like a season behind. And so characters that I know from like the previous seasons that I watched, I end up finding out they ended up dying because people, because I remember on Sunday nights, do not hop on Twitter because if people are watching Power on your timeline, they're going to spoil it. Oh my God, I can't believe. Oh my God. I was like, bro. I was like, come on. Now, see, I don't watch Power either, um, but a lot of my friend group does and it's, I mean, if if I did watch it, I definitely would have been spoiled multiple times because Twitter spoils it for me constantly. My, all my group chats that I'm in, basically, I feel like I'm the only person in the world that doesn't watch it based off the group chats that I'm in. They all they're constantly talking about it, so I feel like I know the show already without having ever seen one minute of an episode. Yeah, it has a great, um, it has a great intro. Uh, Fifty Cent does the intro. I mean, it's basically his show. Mm-hmm. Like, I've I have a history of watching shows only for the introduction and not watching the show entirely. I'll give you an example. When you say the introduction, you're talking about the theme music, like the yeah, intro the, theme the, music. The, the, the intro theme music. Yeah. Hmm. I've have, have a long track record of watching shows just for the intro theme music, opening credits, and I back out immediately. I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, you remember the show Family Ties? Sure. Yeah. With uh, Michael J. Fox, absolutely. I used to like that intro. I, I like that intro. Uh, I'm like, oh, this is a nice little cool little introduction. Did I stick stick around for the actual show? No, I have no idea who's <laughs> outside of Michael J. Fox. I have no idea who's on Family Ties. So you literally like? Are you exaggerating right now? You I'm, literally I'm, 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 watch I'm, the intro and then you check serious, out of whatever I'm, show yes. it is. Another example: um, Disney's The Gummy Bears. Love the intro. Didn't stick around for the actual show. As a kid, did it stick around for the actual show? I mean, I have I have a long history of like doing this. This is, like, this is kind of bizarre. I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you. I <laughs> you you say a lot of bizarre stuff on this podcast, but 
uh, this one's up there. Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> You're going to have to explain this one to me further. Uh, what's another show that I used to do that with? I want to say, uh, <laughs> I want to say, uh, which I recently actually started watching on, on Hulu, um, Head of the Class. It had uh, Robin Gibbons on it. Okay. Older listeners will like, know what I'm talking about, Head of the Class. Because it's about, about this teacher who, um, who started off as a substitute teacher for this uh, school in New York. But it was a class for um, the gifted. And so it had like Robin Gibbons and like uh, Kimberly Russell from um, Ghost Dad, if you remember the movie Ghost Dad. You know, and so it's a cool show. Like the introduction was cool, but never actually watched the show. I like just started recently watching the show now. And I'm like, oh, this is actually a really good show. I actually kind of like it. You know, I'm like on oh, episode 15. But no, there's like several examples of me watching just shows just based off the step by step is another one that I didn't really commit to the actual show. You remember? Do you remember Step by Step? Uh, yes. Uh, you're, you're naming <laughs> a lot of classic shows that you didn't appreciate because all you came for the, was the intro. I, I just don't, I don't get this at all. And probably one of my, <laughs> I think one of my favorite was uh, the real adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Like, Pooh, bear, Winnie the Pooh. I'm like, great, great song. Look here, if I could put it on my, my phone and listen to like some of these intros, I'll have a fantastic time. Never watched a minute of Winnie the Pooh. As a matter of fact, I'll even come back with Winnie the Pooh, I'll come back for the closing credits. I like the closing credits music also. So yeah, I mean, I have a lot, and that's just a few. I just gave, I just gave you a few examples. I have a long history of watching TV shows, <laughs> TV intros, and not watching the actual show. This is this is one of those episodes where I need Marcus Sniffles with me because <laughs> I I know he would fry your shit up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. So I just I don't even know what to say. This is just extremely bizarre uh, I, now don't get me wrong i i have an appreciation for a show with a good intro song i uh, i'm not denying that at all but you're also supposed to watch the show too <laughs> nah, so some I mean, but there are shows that i did watch that have um good intro like new york undercover had a bomb introduction loved it living single probably one of the best uh, uh, yeah. uh intros like probably one of the best TV show intros of all time, mm-hmm. and I'm not even exaggerating. It's that it's that cool. Is that hip? It still and it it still holds up to this day. All that TLC. Oh, all that all that intro is iconic. Iconic. It, they they made sure to bring it back for the um, remake to, for the reboot. Oh, did they? they really? They did. Okay. Yeah. I, I remember. I think I watched like one, one or two episodes. I didn't like. I didn't watch it on like. YouTube. Yeah, I'm sure it's nowhere near as funny as it used to be. But you well, know. I mean, also it's not meant for us neither. Really, like, yeah. Like adults in our 30s. But there was some. There were some funny um, skits. I think there was a, a funny skit with um, Travis Porter. With, um, I forget that song. Um, Sicko Mode. Mm-hmm. They, they do a skit with Sicko Mode, which is actually kind of clever. Travis I, Scott. You said yeah, Travis. Travis Scott. Yeah, Travis Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, remember Travis Porter? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's talk about blast from the past. <laughs> So hey, it looks like um, a lot more Americans are getting vaccinated. Yeah, didn't uh, Biden put out a statement saying that he reached his goal of getting 100 million vaccines put out, or I guess 100 million Americans vaccinated within his first 100 days, and he's done it within 50-ish days. 
yeah, he, he does that and like take a lot of camera <laughs> camera hair take a lot of glamour shot for i uh for twitter every time every time i see them we're working today and it, there's always a in the polls walking down <laughs> Someone said, someone said, someone said, man, if, if these two don't stop doing these uh, on the run tour glamour shop photos, photo ops. They, they play into the crowd, man. They know oh, they man. know what the Twitter folks want. That, that, is, that is some funny stuff, too. It is, <laughs> it, it is really funny. Um, but a lot of people have been getting vaccinated. Basically, to be honest, I'm the only person who haven't gotten vaccinated yet in my family. So Really? Yeah. It's wow. like, but also, also, it's like, it's, you know, I'm not sure if you've been vaccinated or not, but I've or, not, no, or if you believe in vaccination, because I know some people who, um, I got to like an argument with uh, somebody recently about um, getting vaccinated. Now, of course, it's everybody's choice if you want to get vaccinated or not. That's not, that's not what we're going to sit here and um, that's not the discussion here. I got in a conversation with a friend, an old friend. Um, and I mentioned something about, you know, yeah, well, the goal is like, all right, get vaccinated so I can start doing like some activities. Cause like now, the, keep in mind, the vaccine is not a cure from the coronavirus. The vaccine helps you basically stay alive. It, it, it helps you to the point where you don't get severely sick to the point where you, it could be fatal. So if you catch it, the, the symptoms won't be as um, deadly basically you know so it's not it's not a cure but it's like to minimize uh the severity of the uh, the virus so i'm talking so like i want to take the vaccine uh, vaccine so all right at least if i want to go i don't know do softball this summer and get back to like doing like martial arts and kickboxing all right, i need to be vaccinated i feel more comfortable vaccine, being vaccinated and i feel more comfortable if i travel uh vaccinated so this person asked me, well, Carlos, uh, well, what's in the, uh, the vaccine? And why would you take it if you don't know what's in the vaccine? What if, what if it's a, a, a ploy to like, you know, uh, like, you know, uh, population control just to get us sick? And I was like, I don't think that, and when I say us sick, I mean, particularly African-American sick. Because there's been a history of the government doing that, you know, you know, with the Tuskegee Airmen experiment where they injected the Tuskegee Airmen with syphilis and watched, see, see how um, syphilis affected them. True story. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's, there's a lot of history and a lot of skepticism about taking the, uh, taking the vaccine in the black community where even like um, Governor Hogan was like, all right, we, got, we try to get more black and brown peoples uh, to get vaccinated. But and people are getting and black and brown people are getting vaccinated, but there are still a lot of people who are like, I don't know, I don't trust the government. What are they putting like, you know, what is what are they, what's really in that vaccine? So I'm like to this, this um my, my friend, and I'm not even sure we're still friends after this argument because it just went completely sideways. Yikes. Yeah. And it was it's one of those things, it's one of those things where it's like I'm I wasn't even upset that we were disagreeing. I was upset with the fact that you you were talking over me. I hate when, if you're having a discussion, even if you don't agree, like, let me finish my statement. If you ask me a question, let me finish the statement. I said, look, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't know what's in this vaccine, but I do know when I'm ready to take the vaccine, I'm going to educate myself on it. But Carlos, you know, you say, you just say, you're going to jump up and take the vaccine and don't even know what's in it. And I'm like, I just told you, I will try to talk to my physician and 
they'll, they'll give me, you know, I mean, this is my, my physician. I've known since, you know, she's been my physician since like, I don't know, since I was 12. She's still my physician now. I like, I'll trust the medical, uh, the medical um, experts over this hearsay, but they didn't want to hear that. And then it was like, all right, they were like, well, the schools where I live, they're full, they're packed with students. And people are like, people are like not wearing masks. I'm like, what are you talking about? Schools are, like schools open up last, like, like Carl, schools opened up last week. And I'm like, yeah, some schools opened up last week, but it, as far as I know, the schools are not packed. Like, I'm not sure where did you get that from? And I'm not even sure, like, at this point, the, the conversation is getting like kind of hostile and I see where this is going. And I was like, look, here, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a science expert, but two people in my family, one works for uh, one works for one of the uh, companies who are working on like a vaccine, another one is was a, a nurse for like thirty plus years, and they both been vaccinated. I would tend to go lean towards them for that type of information, and my actual doctor when it comes to like you know uh, looking up stuff about the vaccine or going to like I don't know the CDC website and educating yourself on the vaccine, and it turned into uh, into like such a weird. And a very uncomfortable conversation where it's like, man, I'm not sure how to even describe this, but it almost like made it, my friend who I've known for a long time try to make me sound like I was an elitist and that I was bougie. Well, I've, they said I was bougie before, and like I'm not really bougie, but they try to make me say, make me sound like I was more, I was different from her tribe. If you understand what I'm saying, you know, mm-hmm. like, and this is kind of like a class thing, and I don't think that. And it was, and she was, and this person said I was trying to make her sound stupid. I talked to her like I was, she was stupid. I'm like, no, I'm not talking to you like I'm, you're stupid. I'm just saying, you're, you're asking me all these questions and you have some, you're making some statements that I know for a fact is not true, especially with like talking about schools being back, like, like schools being like, you know, um, at full capacity again. And I was like, that's not true. That, that, there's no way possible that that could be even remotely true. And I was like, at some point, because I said, another thing I said was like, at some point, I think kids are going to have to get vaccinated. And she said, that's not true because all the kids that are already back in the schools and they're not vaccinated. And if this vaccine was so important, why don't we get the kids, uh, where the kids, the, vac- the vaccines for the kids? And I said, very calmly, well, the people who have more, been more affected by the, uh, this virus have been people with uh, underlying uh, illnesses and older people and so they're the first one them and like you know first responders are the first one to get the vaccine and then as, as, as time goes on it's gonna trigger down to everybody else but they didn't want to hear that so like, they're like well aren't kids of the future like yes kids are the future but guess what the kids are not gonna be able to <laughs> we are the those we're the ones who gotta dictate you know what's best for you know you know our country in like livelihood the kids don't know that stuff the kids care about Fortnite. <laughs> I, I didn't understand where this conversation was going and I didn't like where it was going because then it turned into, like I said, it did turn into like a class issue. And I was like, so he's going to follow, he's going to follow what the government's saying, huh? So, you know, he's going to follow what, and this is really irritating me. He's going to follow what, what the, the white man say, the man say, and he's going to take a blind, take a, take a, a vaccine blindly. And I took real offense to that. I took that. I took that really. Now you. Now you're questioning. Now you're trying to question my quote unquote blackness. All of a sudden, I was. You know, at this point, I could have ended the conversation, but I was more irritated because she was talking so trying to talk so fast and trying to out talk me that she said, "Cause you took the vaccine, you don't even know what's in it." And I said, I, first of all, I just told you I'm not I haven't taken the vaccine yet. See, you're putting words in my mouth. 
That's a pretty worthy amount. And I'm disappointed in you because someone with your platform should be able to handle a conversation and a, a debate. But clearly you can't handle a conversation because you're in your feelings. I'm like, I'm not in my feelings. You're the one shouting at me. I'm just trying to have a leader. I'm just trying to give you information. But every time I try to tell you something, you cut me off. Well, no, you're in your feelings and I'm done with this conversation. And she hung up. And so I texted back. I was like, you said I was in my feelings, but you're the one who hung up on me. I, I'm fine. I was trying to give you, even though I don't know what exactly was in this vaccine, I was trying to tell you ways of, you can, you can find out on your own. You know, how are you going to find it? How are you going to like go by hearsay or whatever? There's stuff on the website, credible information that you can get your um, sources from, you know, get your material from. But if you don't trust the government because the government got like, you know, arterial motive to, you know, take us, take us all out, then, then there's nothing I can say that's going to change your mind. And so I was like, really, I was really disappointed. God, before this whole conversation happened, I was going to take her out to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to take her out on, you know, let's say, you know, take her out on a little date. That ship has sailed. <laughs> ain't ever coming back. It's it's tough, man. I when this pandemic first started, everybody assumed that the light at the end of the tunnel would be the eventual creation of a vaccine. It seemed like the only way. I think it was pretty obvious that that was the only way for there to be a light at the end of the tunnel. And I don't think I don't know. I maybe it's just me. At the time, I, I couldn't have told you, let's say, seven, eight months ago in this pandemic, I couldn't have told you that we'd be at this point where here we are, we have a vaccine, we have options of a vaccine, we have more options coming of a vaccine, but there's a large popularity out there of, I guess you can quote unquote say anti-vaxxers who would stir up this kind of fear-mongering and and i I don't want to say fear-mongering because fear-mongering makes them makes it sound ultra negative because we know that some of these people do have points some of these people look at history and 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 base some of this stuff off of history but maybe in this situation history is not where it involves in this conversation maybe history doesn't belong in this conversation uh, of of where we're at now and how we've progressed and and how science has allowed us to create this vaccination that is going to again hopefully get us out of where we're at in this pandemic it 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 just it sucks it's a testy conversation in a lot of ways i feel like it doesn't need to be this testy of a conversation of whether or not this vaccine is appropriate and whether or not it's meant for every race or every skin color (laughs) It, it, it seems like it shouldn't go to that point I understand why it goes to that point because of history. Me in particular, I, I don't know. Even, even even I'm conflicted. You know, I have people in both ears. I have people in one ear who tell me, you know, oh, I can't wait to get the vaccination. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to getting my life back and getting, back, getting out and being able to travel and, and do things regularly without having to worry about COVID. And then I have people in the other ear who are saying, don't take that. Uh, you know, I'm just going to stick to my, my normal routine and I'm not letting no vaccination put me in some science experiment. I'm not going to be the one. No, not for me. It's tough. It's really tough. I I remember having a conversation with my doctor probably about, I don't know, maybe three months ago or so had a conversation with my doctor. He was asking me if I wanted a flu shot. Now I haven't had the flu 
in, mm, I don't know, it's maybe been a, a little less than a decade since the last time I probably had the flu or anything close to the flu as far as being that sick during quote unquote flu season. And I, I just, I told him, you know, I, I feel confident that, uh, you know, I don't need the flu, the flu vaccine because I don't ever get the flu. Blah, blah, blah. And he, you know, gave me the whole spiel of, well, he's it, first of all, he started by asking me, uh oh, are you an anti vaxxer? I was like, hey, no, not really. I just, I've always had the fear of, oh, the flu vaccine is going to get me sick and give me the flu. Because if, from my understanding, the flu vaccine has a strain of the flu in it that basically is supposed to force your body to become immune to it, whatever. I'm not, I'm no scientist. I might be explaining that wrong. No, no, that's basically, yeah. So I've always had that kind of concern in the back of my head that taking the flu vaccine is going to give me the flu. So why would I take a vaccine that's going to make me sick? <laughs> the point of it obviously is if it does get you sick, it's to prevent you from getting sick further. But he uh, eventually talked me into getting the flu vaccine and made it, it to me, it made sense because it's, uh, kind of like a it was kind of like a secondary barrier especially with not only the flu going around and covid going around it was kind of like one of those things where he made it made sense where you might as well you don't want to open your immune system up to covid through the flu if you get the flu it could help lead to covid this that and the other i was you know i was i was open to that conversation i was open to getting that 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 feedback and that advice from my doctor so he gets paid to do that obviously <laughs> whereas you know joe schmo who's in my left ear saying don't take this vaccine because of that i don't know if joe schmo gets paid to do that science and to do that research so it's it's i don't know it's tough but he went on uh, back to the conversation with my doctor he went on to explain you know that he it disappoints him but he understands the struggle that we as people of color have with taking vaccines because based off of history and he's a, he's a he's a man of color as well so you know he he understands from personal experience himself but it, <laughs> i don't know it's just it's just tough it's tough that we live in a world where we have that kind of fear and that anxiety that our own government could set us up like that or that, excuse me, I won't even say we, but, uh, you know, people that are out there have that fear and they spread that fear and they spread that anxiety to, to, to make a point based off of history. It, it's, it's tough. It's scary. It sucks. It's confusing. <laughs> it's a lot of things. And it's a, it's a conversation that, I, I honestly, I, I don't like even being a part of. I try to stray myself away from people who want to talk about the vaccine and talk about not wanting to take the vaccine because it's tough, man. I mean, power to you for dealing with that argument that you had with the young lady, but man, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's tough. It's, 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 it, again, I was disappointed for a couple of reasons. Not so much that, you know, look here, it's, it's, you do what you want with your body and you do act accordingly with your family. My whole point was, and like, he's mentioned something about the, you know, you kind of praise the fact that we were able to come up with a vaccine in a short span of time. They were very critical about that. They're like, how come, right. all, how come all of a sudden they magically come up with a vaccine now? But like, they can't come up with like a vaccine for cancer. I, 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 and I was like, 
Well, cancer and the cancer and this coronavirus are not. They're both they very. They're both very bad, but they're not the same type of illness. Mm-hmm. You know, people have been trying to figure out ways to cure cancers for damn near centuries. And this this coronavirus is like yes, cancer kills a lot of people also. But the way this is a pandemic, this this is an airborne virus, and so people who don't wear masks and you don't don't social distance can contract it a lot faster. And depending on your, your immune system, because if you're not healthy, then guess what? If you catch this bad boy, it could be fatal. Mm-hmm. And so it behooves the the government, not only in this country but in multiple countries. Across this uh, across this planet, to not be in a situation where there's no one left, that we lost half the Earth population because of a pandemic that they couldn't figure out um, how to like, treat, or because you know they let politics to get get involved with it to like you know the, instead of like you know the better good of like the human race, and so yeah, they had to frantically try to get something out there, you know, work very hard, very you know you know, diligently to, like, get something to, like, you know, combat this virus. Because look how many people died every, like, look how like, how depressing the news was. Uh, people, like, you know, there's another grim, another grim day in the uh, coronavirus pandemic. 100,000 people died today. It's like, gee, that is a lot of people. And so they had no, like, they had no choice Forget like I was even talking about the financial aspect of it, of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of people who are out of jobs. Look, we we worked in live events for several years. We're not working. You need, you know, and the reason we're not working because of the pandemic, and we can't. They can't open up. You know, I'm not like we. I think we talked about it, like on the last episode, but like we just barely are open up enough. You know, but slightly open up so we can get people in there because people will be vaccinated. But that's still not a guarantee. You know, we still got to be cautious. Still got to wear your mask. And so, like, they needed to come up with something. Because I'd rather take the vaccine than not take the vaccine. And so, if again, if you don't want to take the vaccine, that's like, no, that's your prerogative. Eventually, I do see a situation where you know businesses, maybe not the government, but they're gonna be businesses gonna be like, look here, you can't come into our establishment unless you're vaccinated. And that's and that's that could happen. That is, you know, I mean. We got to argument about that too. You're like, oh well, no, it's my right as American. I can do what I want. Well, yeah, but if there's a business and this business have their own rules, then what you're gonna do? It's like if the school system says, look, here, all these kids gonna have to be vaccinated. Kids gotta be vaccinated regardless, you know, for like measles, mumps, and everything in between. Yeah. So if kids gotta be vaccinated for the coronavirus, so you're just not gonna have your kids go to school anymore. You're just gonna have them homeschool. Yeah, maybe if you can do it, yeah, fine. I won't say I was hurt, but again, I was just disappointed. I was like, oh. You know, I thought we could have this conversation and, you know, without you trying to, like, you know, like, you're, I, I get your perspective, but, like, and your concerns, but, like, the way she come at me just didn't make me feel, I didn't like the way she come at me. I'm not, I'm not an elitist. I'm not rich. I'm not bougie. You know, I, I'm not no Uncle Tom. I'm not any of that stuff. And so, and again, I just, I didn't appreciate if, if you're going to ask me a question and I give you an answer, like all I said, look here, let's look it up yourself. I don't have the answers. I'm not a scientist. Maybe we should find, maybe we should find somebody. We're going to try to find somebody who knows a little bit more about the stuff to help maybe bring someone on the show. When I mean, like you hear on like, especially on like, you know, a lot of like the black uh, uh, radio stations, 
they have doing advertisement talking about, look here, we know you're, you may be skeptical about the vaccine, but there are black scientists out there working on the vaccine also. It's not, it's like race shouldn't be an issue on this discussion. But like you said, unfortunately it is because of the history. Yeah. They got, they got black scientists. It's like, it, it, the whole, the whole, the whole conversation, the point of view was very. I wasn't. I, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. I wasn't feeling the direction um, they were going with. And so, you know, again, I'm not sure the next time we're going to talk. Like, you know, it's like agree to disagree, but hey, you you hung up on me, and I can play. I'm not no victim. You're not a victim. You can do whatever hell you want. But I tell you one thing: if we have a discussion, you're gonna ask me a question. If I try and explain something, you throw the question back at me. As I told you, I don't know the answer to this, but I'm going to research the answer like an adult and make my own decision. And if I like the decision, I'm going to take the vaccine. Then so be it. That's the end of it. Like, do the same thing. Hey, Darius. So, um, as you know, Twitter is is very wild. It's very crazy. It can be sometimes very raunchy. Well, maybe at least on my timeline. But uh, you say you saw a tweet that kind of caught your attention. It, it did catch my attention. So I came across uh, this tweet from a gentleman and it was a picture. It was a picture of the grandfather from the Simpsons. And he was like sitting on a stump and he had all the kids sitting in an Indian style around them. And the, the caption on the tweet was, I knew this day would come. Now this caption came from a retweet he did one of those quote tweets that Twitter right. allows you to do. Yeah. And the quoted tweet that he tweeted was from a, from a young lady. I'm assuming that she's relatively young because she has no idea what this means. She says WTF is quote unquote burning CDs. Now the context of the, oh, of gosh. the, yeah, I know. Oh, I know. We're about to date ourselves a little bit. Oh God. Which man. is fine. I'm totally fine with letting people this know is, how old we are. This is this is uh, we're at that point. It, we are, we are, and and that's what made the 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 retweet funny, though the quote tweet funny, where he said, "I knew this day would come," because <laughs> it is like we have to oh, have to boy. gather we have to gather all the little millennials around in a pile and say, "Hey guys, let us explain to you what it means to burn CDs." <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like you know, smartphones wasn't always around. And we there, we there didn't. We didn't have, we didn't have Apple. We didn't have Apple Music. We didn't have Spotify back there was then. No Spotify. There was no SoundCloud. <laughs> there was all, none of that. All we had, all we really had, was LimeWire and Napster. That was that was the closest thing to that was the closest thing to having a, a Apple Music or a or a Spotify or something of like that sort or Pandora. I saw there was something. I, speaking of tweets, because I just see the same tweet you saw. Like it's been catching a lot of. I don't think she really. I think that was a general question and people just like, oh my God, I can't believe she's asking that question. But again, it's part of the general question where she's like, what the heck is a burnt CD? Like, do you set it on fire? That was her follow-up tweet. It yeah, was, yeah. Do you, does you, do you set, yeah, she said, do you put it on fire? <laughs> and it was like, my gosh. So one of the tweets uh, that I found was uh, this guy was like, kids don't know the pain of destroying your family's computer for low quality, <laughs> for a low quality version of Nellyville. <laughs> <laughs> that that is pain in our yo, time yes yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
have to say it one more time. Wait. <laughs> Kids don't know the pain of destroying your family's computer for a low quality version of Nellyville. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That is that's true. Because, because that's, I don't know. I, I had dial-up. My cousin burned. We all did. We all did have dial-up. Like, I think, I think my cousin had the DSL. So his was a little faster. So I remember asking him, like, look, hey, man, you mind burning me at Nellyville for me? He's like, yeah, sure, I got you. And he burned it for me, burnt the whole CD. I still have that CD. Um, and that was, I remember, uh, I forget what episode it was we talked about Nelly, but I liked the Nellyville album for what it, for, during the time period. I thought it had hits on it. But destroying your, your, your family computer, I, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Our first computer, man. Our, my, our computer has so many viruses because of my, the stuff I downloaded. Oh my gosh, man! And not all of it was music. Not all of it was music. Mama Rice, mama, when I said the fire, the when my mom was ready to spit hellfire and brimstone at me for some of the nonsense I did on that computer, man, boy, boy, that 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 tweet hit home. Yep. It was like, yeah, let me tell you. So like. When Napster hit the scene, right? And Napster was one of those things where, like, it like Fight Club. You don't really talk about Napster. It's like if you you either knew about it or you didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. But once Napster became mainstream, like, and they're like, oh snap, the guy had to like, you know like become legit, and then he had to pay for music. No one was ready to do that yet. And so then that's when like stuff like LimeWire hit the scene. There was a lot. There was like I think there was one called Morpheus as well. And so. Yeah, you burn. You like, gosh, you for one of uh, one song <laughs> with dial up, a song that's maybe four minutes. Gosh, that take about almost fifty minutes, if not more. And you have, to, <laughs> and you have to pray that the quality is good. It's like you know how many songs. Like I remember one time I, I wanted to download on Jay Z's "Hey Poppy," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, the, the version with Timberland, like the Timberland version on it, with mm-hmm. the horns and all that stuff. But every time I would download that daggone song. They were like the extra horns and effects of like the, the music video was not in oh the, oh uh, acoustic. But it was very acoustic like. Okay. Where it was like there was no of the extra like you know bells and whistles in the in the song. Mm-hmm. And so I downloaded it, deleted, deleted, downloaded, deleted, downloaded, deleted. Till the till one point I said like F it, I can't find a version I want because even that that version with just Jay Z on it, Memphis Bleak wasn't on it. Like you know it was just the bland, the, like maybe his first cut. You know they are. Let's, let's put bleak on it, and like, and puts a couple of horns, horns in like the background. But man, that I was wasted so much time and effort downloading stuff on, on um, LimeWire just to make a burn mix CD. <laughs> I remember one. I think one. Uh, you remember uh, the group Smiles and South Paul, or is it Smiles South Paul, Smiles Smiles or South Star. Hmm. The song they had a song. Tell me. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's South Star. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're from they're from Orlando. I, I downloaded this album in the in the group Philly's Most Wanted. You remember the group Philly's Most Wanted? Of course. <laughs> and I remember I was in summer school this one year. And this girl was like, "Hey, Carlos, I'll give you like your CD is actually pretty dope. I'll give you five dollars for this CD." Oh. And my and my simple behind was like, "Nah, that's kind of like the only one I got." You know, you sure? Man? I mean, I I think I don't think she offered ten. I think she just kept it at five. She, she showed me that that joint's really good, and uh, I didn't sell it, which was stupid. Oh which was so stupid on my, my behalf because the next time I let someone borrow that joint, they broke it. 
So, came up, man. What are you doing? I, I didn't understand. I didn't understand the value of like you know the consumer. I didn't understand the consumer. You know. Hell yeah! I mean, one in in high school, uh, you had to have had that friend that that made money regularly off of selling burned CDs, right? Yeah, because like, everybody remember, had that friend. Because um, my brother got uh, get rich and died trying the the album. Um, they burned it for him like for five bucks. And my stupid my stupid ass was like, because like the first track is this him like the quarter it's spinning around, and it jumps right into the second track. But I thought that first track was gonna be longer, so I thought that something was wrong with the CD. <laughs> I thought something was wrong with the CD, so I told my brother, "Hey, take that shit back." <laughs> and, he, and the guy, and the guy, didn't even give him another one. He gave him some some BS mix CD with like some thug and like some, some other bull. <laughs> oh, so, that, so that was all me. I messed that up because then when I actually heard the actual album. Oh, oh damn, there was nothing wrong with the uh, album at all. Yeah. I, I messed it up. So, <laughs> oh, well, what is a burn CD? My goodness. Well, the, well, for the youngins that are listening that don't know what a burn CD is or what burning a CD means, it was the ability for us to write music or, or write data onto a disc. So that way we could play it on our other mediums. So that's what burning a CD meant or creating a burn CD, however you want to phrase it. Yeah, I, that, and that was a struggle. That was a struggle because it was because I mean you, you the to, CD spindles were not; they weren't very cheap. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. I think they were like, like maybe fifteen dollars, maybe. I feel like they. I feel like it was inflation, though. Once yeah. people, once once people started burning CDs more often and creating their own their own mixtapes albums and mixtapes yeah. more often i felt like that's when the, the price started spiking up because people now had the ability to do this from home and to do it at ease yeah that's when the, the, the price started spiking up a little bit well this was like a very um nostalgic episode yeah, Una- un- a very unintentionally nostalgic episode <laughs> we talked we talked a lot of old real world and road rules and challenge talking burn cds gummy bears and the fact that i don't watch <laughs> I stick around for only the intro for TV shows. Your lack of appreciation for the <laughs> Rugrats Wild Thornberries mix? Yeah, I don't care about no Wild Thornberries. <laughs> I, I barely, like, as as time gone on, like, I have not gone back to um, Rugrats at all. I was like, I, like I, I'm not cool. Where can they follow you, Darius? I can be followed at the underscore game 836 on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, as well as Twitch. You can email us at yesunderthepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media on Twitter at yesunderthepod and on IG, yesunderthepodcast. You can follow my personal page if you're furious with the fact that I don't watch TV shows and only the intros. You feel like that's bizarre and weird, which, you know, you're entitled to your opinion. You're wrong, but you're entitled to your opinion. Uh, You can hit me up at thatbrotherlos on Twitter and IG. And if you haven't already... Download the Real Fun DC app where all of our shows are on the on-demand option. You can catch us Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 p.m. on the Real Fun DC app. And make sure to like and subscribe and leave us a review because we like reviews. We want to actually hear from you. Like the show, don't like the show, want us to like, you know, change some things around, let us know. You know, leave a, leave a, um, a review on Apple Podcasts. We would, de- we would deeply appreciate that. 
We want to we want to grow in 2021. We'd like to read some of them. I would love to read some of them. Even if they're them. bad, we we'll, we might read a bad one. Yeah, we'll we might. We, we it might. depends. You know, it depends you know. on how bad. Yeah, you know that man. That Carlos man. I tell you what, man. I just can't stand his takes, man. Jeez, you know. See that that would be acceptable. We could totally read that. <laughs> Where's the spinoff? Where's the spinoff of? We need a, 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 a yacht spinoff. <laughs> Darius and Breaker. <laughs> It's like Hodge and um, Shaw from uh, The Fast and Furious. <laughs> Never seen that, by the way. You're not missing nothing. You're not missing anything at all. I tried to watch that mess all in nod after this movie. So for for Darius, I'm Carlos. We're out. <laughs>